welcome to That Story Show, where hilarious real-life stories take the spotlight. This week, John shares stories about running away, learning to swim, embarrassing himself in front of girls, and much more. Andrew's typically peaceful sister goes ham on a murderous cat, and Evel tries to do a backflip off a diving board without knowing how to swim. All this and more coming up on this episode of That Story Show. We'll be right back. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hey, podcast people, welcome back to That Story Show, episode 453, brought to you the week of October 20th, 2023. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, James W. Kennison, actually, and my good friend is here. Well, hello, I'm John H. Steinklobber. James, real quick question for you. Do you know what country's capital is growing the fastest? Um, Hungary? No, I don't know. No. That's good cl- close guess. So it's actually Ireland because yeah. every day it's Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> every day it's Dublin. Don't, 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 don't. I don't even know if that's the right thing. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the courtesy chuckle. No, that one. <laughs> That one got me. That one actually got me. So anyway, <laughs> ukulele, 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 ukulele. Uh, so what does the H stand for? Uh, my middle name. Yeah. You don't want to share it. My- <laughs> I'll share mine if you yes. share yours. <laughs> All right. I will. I know yours already, but well, uh, the, the audience may not. Yeah. My my middle name is the first name of my mom's dad. Oh. So his name was Harold Minert. Oh. So Minert was John Harold Steinklobber. John Harold Steinklobber. So, and I never was a big fan of it, but uh I hate what? mine. I, I hate mine, yeah. Yeah. Wesley. Wesley. I think that's good because you know, every time I think of Wesley. I go to that episode in Star Trek: The Next Generation where uh, <laughs> where Picard's shut up, Washlack. 
I just think they I, leaned really hard into your last name and committed to this German thing. They should have had something more Germany in your middle German. name. Yeah. Like Heinrich? Yeah. Yeah. John, just something to ease you into Steinklaver. John Harold. <laughs> That's just moving backwards, you know? John John Harold Steinklaver. Harold Stein Steinklaver. Harold <laughs> Otto. I don't know. I don't know what it would be, but Geraldo. Geraldo. Yeah. There you go. Something nice and uh, Italian. I don't know. <laughs> that one starts with a G, I think. Oh, Geraldo. Okay. Remember that guy from the 80s? <laughs> the mustache. Yeah. And... Oh, yeah. He's still around, yeah. dude. Is he really? He is. He, that mustache has gotten bigger, too. Has it? Yeah. I think he I'm dies. Gonna to, I'm going to have to Google him. I think it. Yeah. yeah you sure should. It does. You should. Do it. If it's not gray, it's definitely dyed. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we always start with an opening story. This is called Cat Killer. And don't be afraid, pet lovers. Huh? Pet lovers. There's no killing of animals in this story. You'll see why I called it Cat Killer in a minute. All right. This comes to us from Andrew Mulder in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, hi, James and John. My sister just did something super funny. and I knew it was perfect for that story show. So here it is. Yes. So the other day, my sister named Holland. That's a pretty name. Wanted to ride her bike. On her way to the garage to get her bike, she noticed that the bird feeder was empty, so she decided to fill it up first. When Holland arrived at the bird feeder, to her horror, she found a cat chewing on a dead bird. <laughs> oh, poor bird. <laughs> so, now my sister loves birds. So, seeing oh, a cat okay, chewing on a dead bird sent her into a crazed insanity. And I, <laughs> I agree. I've read this story. This girl goes into a crazed insanity. So she then proceeded to shout, I will kill you, you stupid cat. And she took <laughs> off to the garage and grabbed my Nerf bow. Oh, <laughs> you are going to die in the most painful, <laughs> slow way. <laughs> now, this thing's harmless to humans, but it might hurt a little on demons such as this cat. So with her bow in hand, Holland ran back to the feeder yelling, die stupid cat. Seeing my sister out for blood, the cat immediately dropped the dead bird and took off toward the front yard. My sister hot on his tail. When uh, they arrived at the front yard, my sister took aim and fired the bow. It hit the cat in the butt, making the little demon jump and shriek and run faster. Have you ever heard a cat shriek? Oh, okay. Yeah, all the time. So, so got a got a little a uh, little tap on the hindquarters there. A now, little shrieking cat. Oh, shriek! I <laughs> I think I think that's harmless. That's pretty harmless and funny. So now the cat was heading toward our neighbor's fence where it would escape before my bloodthirsty, normally nice sister would kill it with this Nerf bow. Seeing this, my sister grabbed her arrow and ran after the cat only for the demon to make one more leap and jump over the fence and return to whatever Hades it came from. Angry but happy she had hit it with her Nerf arrow, she went back to the garage for that bike ride. A couple of days later, our neighbor told us that a few days ago he had looked out at his window and had seen his cat, a.k.a. this little demon, running for uh -oh. his life. And then he saw Holland's braids flying, <laughs> chasing after the cat over the top of the fence with the Nerf bow shouting, die. He said uh -oh. he had never seen something so funny in his life. And we still joke about it and tease her a lot. And I learned I will never, 
think about her the same way again. <laughs> I hope this makes it on the show. Uh, see you guys later. Andrew Mulder, Louisville, Kentucky. I wrote a poem. Do you want to read it? Do you want me to read it rather? Yeah. Yeah. That tiny That's- little demon wished that Holland hadn't seen him. She went nerf crazy screaming, hit him in the butt. Believe it. I wish I'd been there to see it. Those braids flying. So deliberate. Glad she got a shot of that cat. I wish we had more stories just like that. So, oh man. It's like a little that recap almost, song. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> Susian. <laughs> Dr. Susian. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it wasn't too rhymey. Right. It's, it's like classic. It's classic. It's, it's our new, it's your new thing, right? Yeah, right. If you, you have to, if you listen to songs on the radio, they don't sometimes. rhyme anymore. They get, they, they do don't. masculine rhymes, which are close rhymes. So it's more like it rhymes with a, a grunt right or something yeah it 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 just hmm. if you listen to taylor swift music she's rhyming words that don't rhyme is all i'm saying like redneck huh. and uh heartbreak like if you separate them enough it sounds like it works together so huh yeah i didn't know that i hadn't i hadn't noticed that i, I haven't really been in the pop music scene very yeah, lately my so, son uh, listens to a lot of Taylor Swift, which I approve of. Like learned well, I, uh, and burn, don't rhyme. Learned and burn. No, they kind of they mask learned. they're masculine rhymes. That's what they call that. Masculine. Yeah, rhymes. it is a rhyme that works, but it's not perfect. So okay, like like lard and hard. Those those rhyme. Those perfectly. rhyme. But hard but, and, I don't know. Barred. No, no yeah, that rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hard to rhyme masculine words. I yeah. don't understand. But, you know, rappers do it and Taylor Swift does it. So I took some initiative and did it too. So screaming and believe Good it. Good for you. Yeah, you know, crazy screaming and believe it. It sounds like it rhymes, but it doesn't. So anyway, thanks. Thanks for listening to it. Uh, Let's do some news nuggets. All right. This is uh, straight from the press. Is stranded on the Eiffel Tower. A couple decides to wed in Paris. Oh. Police arrested a man climbing Thursday on the Eiffel Tower, leading to visitors being (laughs) temporarily stranded at the summit. You know what I'm going to do today? I am going to climb the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) Good to climb. For some reason, I feel like that happens a lot. Yeah. I think it's the thing. It's a thing. They should put a fence up. These guys were stranded, including a reporter for the Associated Press and a Washington, D.C. couple who decided during the wait to get married. Amir Khan had been planning to propose to Cat Warren later Thursday in a Paris garden away from the crowds with a romantic dinner at the River Seine. Or Seine? How do you say that? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Also... Was Something on the menu. French, probably. Yeah, very French. So I'm going to climb the Eiffel Tower today. <laughs> so oui. anyway, we oui, we. Oui. But when the uh, elevators were temporarily shut down because the climber stranded, it stranded the couple and threw their whole day off. So he decided to spring his surprise right there. So yeah, okay. <laughs> an AP journalist from Connecticut who was also stuck up there got the story. I figured we might be here longer than I imagined. He told the reporter, so I didn't want to miss dinner. And she always wanted to be proposed to on or under the Eiffel Tower. 
So I figured this is it. This is the moment. This is the moment. Very specific commands, you know. On or under the tower. I proposed to my wife while she was sitting on a couch at a friend's house. So things have changed a lot since (laughs) since then. (laughs) I bet you the dude hired the guy to climb the thing so they get stuck up there. That's how... That's how much detail he put into his proposal. Is that how it works now? That's what people Probably. do. Hey, you can hire yeah. me to climb the tower and I will strand you up in the top. You will be stranded for days. And if she says no, you can jump from the tower and I will catch you. <laughs> so anyway. So uh, he proposed to her. He said, this is it. This is the moment. And the answer was yes, of course. I had a pretty good chance she was going to say yes all along. Besides, when you're trapped at the top of a 330-meter tower, how can anyone say no? Had that happened, somebody else would have been climbing the Eiffel Tower today, she she <laughs> joked. The climber was found between the tower's second and third floors, said Alice Berdue, communications director for the Paris Landmark. A specialist team of climbing firefighters led the man down, and police arrested what? him. She said that they'd been subsequently informed that the man was carrying a banner about the American singer-songwriter Billie Eilish. Oh. (laughs) I think it said free Billie Eilish, she said. I'm not sure at this moment, but on the face of it, that was the message. What's going on with Billie Eilish that she needs to be freed from? Right. There's a lot going on in that story, James. Okay. First, the, the climber yeah, with a banner to uh-huh. free Billie Eilish. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, and who knows? It, the, a specialist team of climbing firefighters? I know. They, they must be trained on the tower. You know what I'm saying? I can imagine that's probably what they do. Can you imagine trying out for that team? Yeah. Can I go and, climb and, the Eiffel Tower? No, you have to be part of a special group. Well, can I join yeah. the special group? maybe the the guy climbing the tower was just trying to get enlisted into the special climbing firefighter team. Maybe that's what he wanted to do. He thought Billie Eilish was the key. Right. And she's looking at that. She's going to see it. It'll make international news. He thought she will see that I want her free and she will, she'll understand my secret message that no one else understands. (laughs) Now, you, you have to imagine if you're crazy enough to uh, climb the Eiffel Tower with a banner, uh, that possibly your motivations for climbing the banner are also crazy or climbing the yeah. tower. So, Free Billy Eyelash. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought it was English for a long time. Billy English. Like, Billy English? Yeah. I think there is a Billy English. Yeah. I thought Billy Eilish was a dude for a long time. Really? I just knew heard the name. Yeah. No, she's definitely and not. And like, oh, yeah, Billy Eilish song, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who's, that sounds like, a, I don't know who that is singing. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, I can't, I, I can't even point out one of her songs. How how uncultured am I that I don't Oh, know. man, I like Bad Guy. Is it a, uh, is it a song about uh, DC or a Marvel villain? It's just, she's a bad guy. That's all. Oh, she's the bad guy. Yeah. This story comes to us from my home state of Florida. Now, James, you're, you were born in Florida too, right? Yes. Gainesville. Gaines, you are, this comes from your hometown, James. Yep. Hometown. This, the headline here is Florida police pull over two kids during, uh, driving mom's car on freeway, 200 miles from home. 
uh, a 10-year-old Florida boy and his 11-year-old sister who are running away to California <laughs> drove 200 miles in their mother's car before they were stopped by sheriff's deputies on an interstate highway, authorities say. Uh, the Alcoa... Alachua. Alachua. That's Florida Alachua. boy. I'm Florida boy. Sorry. Yeah. See, I grew up in Seminole County, uh-huh. and uh, I never went to Some Alachua. Indian words are easier to pronounce than others. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Half the counties in Florida are named after... Yeah, uh, the Native tribes America. that they stole the freaking right. land from yeah come it what was that alachua alachua <laughs> the sheriff's office said deputies spotted the sedan on i-75 near gainesville in north florida just before 4 a.m thursday the children's mother had reported it stolen and her children missing four hours earlier in north port it's a city uh in southwest florida she, she messed up <laughs> She, she reported, well, she never could have guessed what actually happened, you know? So <laughs> she reported two things. One, my car has been stolen and two, my children are missing. She, she never yeah. put the two together. And why would she? You right. Know? I'm 10 years old and 11. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about d- driving at that age. It wouldn't pass. It wouldn't go through your mind as a parent that those two are related. It would just be a yeah. huge coincidence or maybe somebody stole my kids with my car right know? and that's scary like and if, uh, let's do a little mental math here so they they drove 200 miles yeah so that means they were probably driving for a good few hours let's see, you go 80 miles or 70 i don't know how fast these kids were going they probably <laughs> were going the speed limit maybe yeah, maybe maybe they were 65. doing 30 <laughs> maybe that's how they got caught <laughs> We're just going to keep up with traffic. That's what we're doing. Okay. No sudden movements. So they were in the car for a few hours. So they found them at 4 a.m. They probably, they probably lifted that car between midnight and one. Oh man. They snuck out, dude. Such bad kids. Bad kids. Mom was sleeping. So she, she woke up and like, wait, where are the kids at? Wait, where (sighs) are my car at? Oh. But she uh, she reported his car and then kids. So I, I'm a little. I don't know. <laughs> she reported the car first. My car yeah, is missing. Like, Somebody stole my car. And oh, if you've and got time, my kids yeah. are also missing. They drove for a little while. That's that's scary to me. I don't know. That, that's terrifying. Parent, that's On scary. the highway? Are you kidding? Yeah. The interstate. My kids learned to drive legitimately and were terrified of the time that they finally got on the highway to the interstate yeah and and here's kids hasn't even been on the interstate yet here's kids in theory driving for the first time and that's directly where they go yeah let's just take the well at 4 a.m you know it's not too too crowded but uh the deputies pull the car over and they thinking that they're dealing with car thieves they draw their guns oh no order those inside (laughs) yeah their guns are out and they ordered those inside the car to step out. Well, much to their surprise, deputies observed a 10-year-old male driver exit the vehicle vehicle, along with his 11-year-old sister, the department said in a statement. The children told the deputies the girl had, James, this is where it gets good. The girl had been upset that their mother had taken away her electronic devices because she was misbehaving. <laughs> so, so what does the brother do? Hey, well, let's go to California. We get as far away from mom as we can. Yeah. We don't need our devices. Freaking other side of the country. Yeah, California. I planned on That's... running away once. 
And I was yeah. going to go to the park near my house and live there. <laughs> yeah, you going to live at the park. <laughs> How far did you get? I got, I packed a bag and I hid in the doghouse <laughs> until it was the right time. And then I got hungry and that bag yeah. stayed in there and mildewed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whoops. James, why is there a bag in the doghouse? Well, I was planning on eating. moving the doghouse to the park to live in. And wow, I, I had really thought that through, but I didn't think it through enough because I couldn't lift, I couldn't budget. And so I was like, well, I'll hide in here. My plan <laughs> just kind of fell apart is really what happened. Yeah. You probably should have weighed that, that dog house before you decided to live in it. Yeah. Home. Yeah. It's the logic of children. But today kids not only apparently are driving, but they're making yeah. plans and they're going oh, yeah, further than California. ever before. And the question I have is how did the kid know how to get to California? Because he still had his device. That's probably why he got to drive, even though she was older. And probably. he had GPS on his daggum device. Yeah. Siri was helping. She was abetting the felons or whatever yeah. the term what, is. What for- were they going to do when they ran out of gas? Oh, I hadn't thought through that. No, see, their plan was falling apart too. Two hundred miles. Yeah, they maximum. Miles, you got I a three hundred and thirty mile tank of gas. You know, maybe three fifty. Yeah. yeah, maybe it was a sedan. So who knows? They hadn't made it to Georgia yet, but they were going to. No, they were not too far. A few hours, a couple hours away. Well, the children were interviewed by the detectives, who said uh, there was no indication that they had been mistreated by their mother or anyone else in the home. James, here's the kicker. The mother, in all of her goodness, she declined to press charges. <laughs> and the children were released. I'd freaking her. press charges. <laughs> I would. I'd press the charges. <laughs> yeah, but I believe in natural consequences. If there are natural consequences to be had, like like a kid leaves his bike out, I tell him to bring it in. If it rains on it and it rusts, that kid is going to have a rusty bike, yeah, you know, natural right, consequence. consequence right. right. So, you know, if, if you break the law, steal a car, drive 200 miles away from my house, hundred. Yeah. That's pretty darn hardcore. There's really, it's beyond the part, the point of whooping. Even if you're a whooping person, it's like, how many whoopings does that deserve? It deserves a plethora of whoopings. Like like one every day for the next. Well, five I was years, thinking probably. at least three a day for yeah, oh. like for a whole school year. Breakfast, lunch. We'll give dinner, you we'll, yeah. five days a week. You're getting three whoopings. You know, timeout is ridiculous at this point as well too. Yeah, How much timeout do you time deserve? Out. An hour per mile that you made it away from the house. <laughs> How about two hours per gallon you uh, consumed while driving. Yeah. Like, my car's on empty. I mean, <laughs> so I say that natural consequences would be what I would go with. I would press charges. My press kids would charges. go to juvie or do uh, service, some 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 community <laughs> service hours, and yeah. I would still whoop them <laughs> three times a day for the next yeah. school year. So <laughs> have to go to juvie to give your kid a spanking. Oh. <laughs> just yeah a little visitation it's my mom is here to visit me. they're on Give one me side of the glass i'm on the other side of the glass and put me. your butt up here I'm gonna spank the, <laughs> spank the, the glass 
I don't know. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> Pretend it hurts. Ah, uh, we always get good Florida stories, don't we? Oh man, Florida is a Florida. speaking of plethora. So plethora. I, I think it was great. I, I she should have pressed charges. I would have, dude. Oh, and you know when they're getting, you know when they're getting their freaking devices back? Never. When? Never. Never. <laughs> when you, you get a flip phone, when just you in case. buy yourself one, that's when you're getting another one. <laughs> yes the day you leave cut for college gosh you know this story reminds me of a time when i when i was gonna run away once and and maybe this might uh trigger some memories and some of our listeners they can share their runaway stories with us but (laughs) james you you tried to 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 run away to the park well i i was gonna run away i was very disappointed with my mom Mm -hmm. because she was gonna get married uh to this this guy that I didn't know and I was going to have a stepdad and he was going to make us move away from Florida. And I was like, I'm not having any of this. So I'm going to run away. Okay. And, and I, I, I didn't plan very well. So (laughs) this is embarrassing. I don't know if I've told you this that. So (laughs) I didn't even get out of the house. (laughs) I get slept in my closet. (laughs) Because I wanted my mom to come in in the morning. <laughs> to, to what? And see my empty bed. Oh, oh, okay. I she, got you. She's going to come in in the morning. She's This is what was going through my mind, my um, <laughs> my preteen mind. My mom's going to come in the morning. In, in the morning, she's going to come in the room and see that my bed is empty. And she'll see. Because I had it made. Like, I never even made my bed when <laughs> I was a kid. But I made my bed look good. Right. So it looked like it, it does on TV. Yeah. 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 And she's gonna come in the room, and she's gonna she's gonna wail because her child was gone, <laughs> and and she's gonna know that he ran away, and then she's gonna reconsider getting married right. to this guy. Yep. So what I did is I slept in the closet, <laughs> and I had the doors closed, which I also never closed the closet doors. <laughs> and I had a terrible sleep that night. I bet you did. I, I it was all crunched up in there because all the junk I had in my closet, I couldn't roll over and stuff. And and so this is how, what happened. So that I wanted her to at least think I ran away. She opens the door. She looks around, and she says, "Where are you?" And then <laughs> she opens the closet door immediately, which I was already awake because right. I couldn't sleep that night. She's and she looks down at me. She's like, "Oh, you silly boy!" <laughs> I'm like, "No, no, that made me even matter." <laughs> no, I ran away last night when you were sleeping and. You didn't even notice. <laughs> didn't even notice. I had a terrible sleep, and it's it's all your fault. Uh, no, so that's uh, yeah, that's I, I didn't even make it out of the house. And and I know for a fact that you didn't stop the wedding because I know oh. I know who you're talking about. So yep. Hey, I would have never met you if I did. That's true. Because yeah. they he moved you to Georgia, didn't he? He sure did. Oh man. Yep. St. Mary's. Well, today, with today's technology, imagine what you could have accomplished. You could have set up a whole thing and you could have stolen keys and driven hundreds of miles away. I just can't get over that. I started a GoFundMe for gas money. How far did that seat move forward in order for (laughs) a 10-year-old to reach the daggum pedals? 10-year-old. Did he squish down to where he couldn't see and set the cruise and then get back up on his knees? (laughs) I mean, yeah. how dangerous 
They're lucky they didn't kill somebody or get killed themselves. Oh, man. So terrible. Well, thanks. Thanks for that. But I'm going to pull on you one more time to tell us another story. The featured story. Let me tell y'all a story. Yeah, well, uh, gee, I feel like uh, going back to the old days. It is. Here. It's old school. This is, and and I have a story that um, actually was thinking about for a while. But here's this is kind of interesting, and this uh, it's it's embarrassing for me <laughs> for one because I'm I'm stupid, I'm dumb. I was listening to um, some of our older episodes. Okay, just last week. I thought, oh, let's listen to the clown letdown episode, you know, because that was that's a good one. Yeah, and you know, it was, you know, I, I can't even remember what episode it was. What was it like one one thirty something? Yeah, one thirty something. Okay, way back, way back then, I was in my thirties. Uh, I think early thirties when we did that one. Wow, maybe mid thirties. I don't know. Yeah, and, and back then I thought, man, I I thought I had it together. You know, I thought, oh man, I am so. I'm so established and so smart. And listening to that episode, I'm just, I was cringing. Really? Because I'm like, yeah, I'm like, man, I am an idiot. <laughs> I, what did I, what was I thinking? And just, I remember thinking back then, because that whole story w- was about me when I was in college and, and breaking up with a girl. I say, man, I am just a series of, of stupid stories. And then I, I listened to the episode after, which, for those of you who haven't listened yet, spoiler, the girl that I broke up with in college, she found the show and she wrote in and stuff. <laughs> do you remember, do you remember a uh, spotlight person? Do you remember that being said? No. Okay. Well, apparently in, in the, um, the letter that she wrote to you, I had said something about being a spotlight person that we were both spotlight people. And, oh. uh, you know, we just uh, can't, uh, you know, apparently that doesn't work for us. Oh, because it, uh, both of you had to have the spotlight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. That was the dumbest thing that a person could ever think or say. And that came out of my mouth at some point. And I'm, I'm listening to that. And I was like, holy cow. Am I in 10 years or five years going to look back on yes. me at 40, whatever I am yeah, now and, yeah. and think, man, you're an idiot, John. Yeah, it's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to grow out. Yeah, I cringe at old episodes as well. Because <laughs> I, 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 I was, it, it's like old television shows from your childhood that you thought were so awesome. And then you go to watch them yeah. and you're like, not that awesome. It's not really that awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. I had somebody watch. Goonies for the first time, and and they're younger, they're generation they're millennials, and uh, she's like, "Oh, that was pretty good. It's like an old school escape room." And I was like, "I was offended," but then I was like, "Well, she kind of has a point. It's kind of right. It's <laughs> old school." I wanted to put my foot room. down in the in the sand and say, "No, draw a line no. and say it's, it's it's a treasure hunt. It's an adventure an adventure story." Yes, you millennial. Get it together. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Goonies. You know what they never say? They never say die. You know? Never say die. That's right. Ever. So one-eyed Willie's there to They also say keep the drugs separate, but yeah. <laughs> Remember mouth. That's right. That's <laughs> always right. separate separate the drugs. So <laughs> yeah, mouth. 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that was. Uh, but that movie wow. is a little cringy, a little tiny bit. I will say, you know, it it, it still holds up, but it's not as yeah, great yeah. as I remember it being, and and it didn't hold up for this millennial. And the old shows definitely do the same thing. It holds a place in people's hearts. And yeah, and, well, it's and nostalgic I, to us because it was us. But I, was but ours. they still like it, even though it's cringy to us. And I don't understand that. But mm. maybe <laughs> maybe it was better than we think. I mean, I apparently I think I'm you know smarter now, but I, <laughs> apparently right. I'm not. So uh, so with that in mind, right, right. Um, let's let's delve into my my younger days when I definitely uh, was a moron. This story takes place, uh, I think I might have been 12. Okay. So that'd be like maybe 1987. Yeah. Yeah, 87. So. Uh, 87, 88. I don't know. Anyways, I, was, I went at this time in my life. I'm a 12-year-old kid, and I know everything, and I'm super smart, and I have crushes on all the girls in my life. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. Except for my sisters. I didn't have crushes oh, on them. Yeah. yeah. You weren't homeschooled, so I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I went to a little um, Christian school in, uh, in Central Florida. All the friends that I had, I had uh, like maybe a few friends in my neighborhood, which was really just a street with a bunch of houses on it. And I had all my friends at school. Those were, that was pretty much my friend group. And I guess I had some friends at church too, but I had this party uh, that I was invited to from one of my friends from school. Her name, her name was Sue Lynn. It was going to be an epic party. Her mom was, her parents, she invited all of us over to her house, everybody in the sixth grade. I think Sue Lynn might have been in fifth grade. I was in sixth grade. I can't remember. In a small Christian school, sometimes they'll take two grades mm -hmm. and they'll put them in the same room. Yeah. You know, like fourth and fifth grade were in the same room, fifth, sixth and seventh. You know, all of middle school, I think, for me was all in the same room. There's like, you know, two desks for the eighth graders and one desk for the... Anyways, so the class was going over there. It was me and my friend Chris and Joseph and a couple other guys that maybe. And then there was Sulin and a few different girls. Carrie and Michelle. We were, yeah. you were all going to go... Veronica, Veronica. You, you oh, know Veronica. Yeah, yeah, Veronica. She was there too. Yeah, yeah. 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 We were going to have this sleepover at her house. So, awesome. Great. I'm, I think this might have been... <laughs> The first co-ed sleepover. I was about to say, dang. Yeah, it's, I wouldn't let my kid go, but, you know. Yeah, well, this is the 80s, and it's, it's different. Different time. So, de definitely. Now, we didn't sleep in the same room, okay? <laughs> well, no. I, I I knew that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. And the mom was very concerned uh, about us, you know, sneaking in and into and the other person's room. So, she slept, like, there was two rooms across from each other and then and there was like kind of separated by like uh if i can remember this correctly like like a living room mm -hmm. with the couches and the tv and all that so the mom slept in that room on the couch okay and to make sure that we didn't you know uh misbehave or anything yeah, yeah fraternize she 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 started snoring and pretending she was <laughs> <laughs> she gonna so, catch she gonna catch whoever was the first one to be wicked yeah whoever whoever tried uh, was going to get, you know, the beat down or the smack down or whatever. But here's the thing. Us guys, we didn't care anything. <laughs> we didn't care anything about going and talking to the girls right. in the middle of the night because 
Sulin's brother had a game console. Oh, I yeah. I think it was a... It might have been the Sega... Gen, no, I don't remember. I remember the game Moonwalker. You remember the... Um, yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson game, Moonwalker? Yeah, that would be they Sega. Had, he had that game, and we just played that all night. That's what we did. So saved, that was the... Save children and, and had a monkey friend. Children. Yeah. He, that's right. He could do the moonwalk and like there's parts where he would sing and dance and stuff like that. I don't know. I need to go back to that game. Speaking of things that, you know, you go back to in life that you thought were awesome and cool and then going back. It gets a little creepy visiting, now. Like, oh. It's a little creepy because the kids come run into him and it's, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> we know the other side of the story. Wow. Uh, the alleged side of the story. The alleged, right. I don't know. I don't know. Back to the story here. So the, we had the sleepover. It was great. Well, the next day, you know, we didn't leave like right away in the morning. We had, we had events planned for the afternoon. So um, the first thing that we decided to do was, you know, eat breakfast and all that fun stuff. But then we were going to play softball in the backyard, which is fun to play softball in the backyard. The houses in Florida, they're not, they're not real spaced apart, in, at least where yeah, she lived. Yeah, yeah. And there was a little why her parents said, Hey, why don't you guys play softball in the backyard? I don't know. Maybe they thought we actually wouldn't connect with the ball, but here I am thinking I'm just the world's greatest athlete and stuff. And I just, I really wanted to impress them. Those girls that were there. I just wanted them to think, Oh, he's so cool and, and funny. And he's a, look, he's a, quite an athlete. And so I'm trying to be all, you know, macho and stuff and playing the game. So somebody hits a, a ball to me and I, I go out to grab the ball and the ball pops up and hits me right in the face. Oh! And I get like a, a little bit of a bloody lip and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I saw okay, I'm cool, I'm good, I'm, no big deal, you know, whatever. We keep playing the game. And then it's my turn to be at bat. And, uh, and so I, I, I connect with the ball and I, I, I kind of hit it pretty good into their house. Oh, where it went through a window. Oh! <laughs> I felt so terrible. I'm like, man, this sucks to be me. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, well, that happens, you know? Yeah. I didn't take, like, any kind of, like, oh, oh, geez, I'm sorry I broke your window. Let me pay for it or anything like that. I just, like, well, I'm a sixth grader. I don't know what to do. <laughs> they were like, oh, that's fine. Let's, we'll, let's not play that game anymore. Yeah. So then we finally decided to take a walk down to the lake. So, you know, in Florida, there's lakes everywhere. Yeah, there is a lake within reach. Yeah, especially around there the Lakeland is. area. Yeah. yeah, that's right. A surprising name for that uh, town, eh? Yeah. In her neighborhood or whatever, there was a lake that wasn't too far away. So we all decided to go walk around the lake, and, and we went to the lake. And I guess it was more of a retention pond. I don't know. It wasn't very big that I recall, but I do remember it had... It had like a a culvert. Is that what you call it? It's like a big pipe. Yeah, culvert. Right? That yeah. kind of goes out into like, and it had, at the end of it, it, it was almost like it had washed away around it because, you know, the big pipe was secured in place by a, a big, you know, concrete kind of wall thing. But there was a, a bit of this pipe that actually went out into the water mm -hmm. and it didn't have any land to it. So you could walk across this big pipe and then stand on that little concrete wall. And, and so that's what they were doing. They were walking over to the pipe and standing on the little wall and just having a, having a blast. And I thought, you know what? I'm a, I'm a pretty cool dude. I'm kind of athletic. I'm going to do something awesome. I'm going to jump from the bank. 
and I'm going to land on that wall, oh. and they're going to think that I am so cool. I can't recall 100%, but I probably captured their attention. I was like, hey, everybody, check this out, because that's probably something stupid that I would do. This is going to be radical. This is going to be so rad. This is going to be see where killer. They're going to love, they're going to think I'm the coolest guy on the planet. Well. Totally. So I, I get myself ready. I probably get their attention. And then I just, I start running. And I'm, I picked up speed. And I don't know, it's probably, it's probably maybe five feet from the shore to the, to this little wall that I'm going to jump on. And, and I'm thinking, I'm going to make this. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. So I jump from the bank and I'm slowly just kind of doing that, that, move that you kind of slow motion through the, the million air dollar man sound plays yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what was happening that was it i'm like i am amazing and i'm seeing it the wall is coming close to me i'm gonna land on it i'm i had no question about that because my skills were so great and and my feet connected with that wall and i was like i am awesome but you know what i didn't take into any consideration <laughs> What is that law of yeah. inertia? I think it is. Uh, I didn't. I barely had. Uh, will remain in motion. That's exactly what happened. So my feet touched the wall there, but my body kept going, <laughs> and I landed smack in that lake. Oh, like right, and and like they're all like point at me and laughing. Oh, so water and you know the first thing that goes to my mind is there's probably an alligator in here yeah so not only did i jump in the lake but now i'm freaked out because something's gonna probably gonna it. eat me yeah so i go running up the bank and I'm, they're all laughing at me you know just they probably thought i did it on purpose okay be funny but on the inside i was crying <laughs> <laughs> I was like, i'm so stupid why did i try this i don't like myself anymore so the the mom came and picked us up and I'm all wet and sitting in the what car. What happened and, to you? And have dry clothes and I had to wait for my mom to pick me up. You and, got a leg missing. Yeah. From the alligators. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <it's> so dumb. <laughs> but that's that was my childhood. So that's just one little piece of See, my stupidity. <laughs> I didn't know. I think I'm so cool. I didn't know this side of you. I mean that that's not a side of you I ever saw. When I knew you, you must have burned that out of yourself or something. You know, I you never once came across like like a, a showy offy kind of dude. You know, really? Yeah, uh, I don't think that I am, but I also I also thought that I I had myself together. Ah, uh, uh, so but you know, I gotcha, I gotcha. I I don't know. I the more that I the older I get the dumber I realize I've been my whole life. And yeah, I'm, I'm thinking maybe, maybe one day I'll grow up. I don't know. I'm having the opposite I effect. I, I feel yeah. like the older I get, the dumber I get. And I, I really was planning on getting smarter, you know, cause old people are supposed to be wise, you know? Yeah. Right. And I keep waiting every, every decade. I'd be like, okay, next time I'm yeah. going to be, you know, when I hit 30, I'm going to be smart. When I hit 40, yeah when i hit 50 have it all figured out and now i'm like maybe 60 maybe 60 but no i feel like i was a better human at 40 <laughs> i was funnier and smarter and thinner at 40 you know than now so mm. i don't know 
don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I realize how dumb I was back then, and I just assume that. I hope I get smarter, but I don't think it's happening. Yeah, I don't so. think it's going to happen. What, I guess, just getting older. That's all that's happening. Yes. Yes. I I agree. Yeah, what's the answer? Well, thanks for the story. Yeah, well, thank you for the painful trip down memory lane. <laughs> Let's do a quick word from our sponsors. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, it's time for some listener stories. All right, this is called Copier Cringe. It's from Keith Helsley. He says, I was on a job to fix a copier that put out blank copies. Not dirty ones or even ones with lines or splotches on them. The paper came out blank. It was a rather unusual problem. The business was one that auctioned automobiles. And as I began my routine servicing of their copier, I noticed an increasing amount of inner office turmoil while I was doing my job. Mm. Awkward. That would be awkward. I decided it would be best for me to keep out of it and focus on my task at hand. I won't bore you with all the technical details, but in the end, I found a stapler uh, or no, a staple had fallen across a wire that was shorting out part of the system. After running several test copies of the document that was already on the cover glass, I ran some other quality checks as well. And by this time, the turmoil in the office seemed to be reaching a fever pitch and I hated to interrupt But after all, my job was done here and I needed to have someone sign my invoice. So I explained the work that I had done. I showed the secretary the resulting test copies and suddenly the stressed out secretary seemed overjoyed. Inner office turmoil over. It seemed that the document that they were stressing over was an automobile title that was needed right away. And it was also the document that happened to be left on the glass of the copier that I had made several duplications of. And it was the last thing the frazzled secretary had been, tr- it had been the last thing she had tried to copy before she called me. In mm. the end, it was a double win for the worried secretary since she had her missing <laughs> document returned and the copier was back in working order. So oh, hope nice. you enjoyed the story. Keith Helsley. The office was fuming. Keith didn't enjoy it, but the work that he did saved that woman's employment. <laughs> So, there you ah, go. Ah, masculine Thank rhyming. You. Yes, 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 yes. Enjoy it and employment. <laughs> it works. It works. That's an example. That's an example. So, Mad. there you go. Keith also said, uh, in reference to a previous story where uh, a young lady named Jess photocopied her rump as a joke <laughs> yeah, and, and broke the copier, he said that a copy glass screen can hold up to 30 pounds. So she's lucky oh. she didn't bust through that. So wow, yeah, that's that's awesome. By the way, that uh, that 
He knows, yeah, he knows that. that. We we have the smartest and best listeners in the world. We do. We do. And and one day I hope that I can attain their level of wisdom and smartness and coolness. Especially Evel. This the story that Evel has that I, I get to read next. It's evil. Are you are you ready for this? <laughs> what? Am. Did I say her name wrong? No. She okay. actually sent the pronunciation. It's Evel. It's Evel. 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 And uh, but it's spelled E V E L, and I don't care. But if you have a weird name, it's whatever I say it is. So it's evil. <laughs> I remember a story from Evel. Yeah, uh, a, a while back, and I, I remember we we had a lot of trouble trying to pronounce that. So I'm, yeah. I appreciate the uh, the phonetic pronunciation. But Evel is from Ding Dong, Texas, James. No, she's not. I didn't believe that was a real place. Did it is a real place. There? It is a real place. Uh, it is. She would not put her hometown in the form. She said, no, thank Good. you. Okay. And so I'm like, well, then you're from wherever I say you're from. And I Googled <laughs> embarrassing town names and Ding Dong, Texas came up. Okay. So she's from freaking Perfect. Ding Dong, Texas. <laughs> okay. That's right. I'll be, I'll be nice to Evel uh, from Ding Dong, Texas. Or allegedly... We don't know, but that's the safe way to do it. If you don't want it, p- us to know where you're from, which yep. I stalkers, right? Right. Oh uh, yeah. So here we go. This is the back slap, James. Evel says, hi, James and John. Let me start off by saying that when I learned to swim, I was more so tossed into the water and expected to float rather than given structured lessons. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's, the that's, way that's how done. they, you must have had parents like actually, how did I, do you remember learning to swim? I don't, I, I, I think it was somewhat the same thing. My mom probably was holding me and she just let me Uh go and, and watched to see if I would make it to the surface. And then, then I knew how to swim, you know? Yeah. I, I have very vivid memories of learning to swim. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. I remember thinking that it was just something that we were born with this ability. So when I was old enough to walk, and this is crazy, and I don't, I remember this happening like it was yesterday. Um, I don't know how old I was, but I got into the pool because, you know, in Florida, there's pools everywhere. My my neighbor had a pool. I didn't have a pool. My neighbor did. I got into a pool somewhere, and I walked down the steps, and I, I took that last step off, the last step there into the water, and I didn't swim. I just was up over my head. And I remember trying to swim. I was moving my arms and turning my head. And I was like, I'm not going to make it. My little brain was thinking, oh, no. this is it. This is over for me. And somebody pulled me out of the, the pool. I guess my mom was close enough by to, to get oh. me and rescue me. But I, uh, I, it, was, it was at that moment that I think that the arm floaties came out. Yeah. Or any yeah, time that I was going to get in the water, I had so those. yeah, oh, my sister every did. every the arm floaties, you would blow those puppies up and stick them over your arms. And I, I used to like to put them on and then put my t-shirt on over because it would make you look like you had these huge <laughs> muscles. <laughs> so you learn it. It's kind of funny those arm floaties, you know, because you get in the water and like if you really don't know how to kick yet. You're just kind of barely floating with <laughs> yeah. your arms up in the air. It's like these things are going to come off. I'm going to sink to the bottom. So I don't. Squeeze I don't your arms think they make those up. anymore. Do they? No, they make like uh, swim vests. Oh, that that's makes what more I got sense. for my kids when they were. It's okay. like a thing you zip them up in it. Yeah, and they can't take it off. And 
In fact, it even keeps them from floating on their belly. Oh, like the all the it turns all the, them uh, over, inflatable. Huh? So yeah, it turns them over so that they're on their on their back. So <laughs> so they're just on their back. Anyway. Like, this is hilarious. Yeah. This is the funnest thing ever. I'm <laughs> learning to swim I'm like a turtle on his back, but you know it's the greatest <laughs> yeah. thing ever. They learn the backstroke. That's the first thing they learn. That's and then kicking and stuff. But uh, another time that I remember learning to swim. Sorry, Evel, I've jumped into your story here. My neighbors across the street had a pool. And one day, that mom, my neighbor's, my friend's mom across the street, she's like, you're going to learn how to swim today. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Sounds great. And so she took me in that pool, and she dumped me under the water, and she pushed me. And, she's, and I'm like, I'm, I come up, she pushed me towards the wall, and I come up, and I'm like, <laughs> choking and stuff. Right. She's like, all right, you did it. And like, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> she's like nope yep you are oh i really did kind of learn to swim that day swimming is a big deal i don't think deal. i ever went in their pool ever again oh that's funny mm. Sw- swimming is a big deal Scary. in florida like every kid knows how to swim and then here in yeah. st louis nobody knows how to swim like full-grown oh people no one knows how to swim well, you got that big uh mississippi river i don't think anybody wants to go swimming in that no no but there's just not access to pools and bodies of water that you know and even if it is it's a it's a pool that's made to keep you from drowning you know so it's it's right it's it's not like 12 foot deep like the ones we do you ever you ever remember floating around the shallow end and getting close to the buoys and and your feet start slipping out from under you because you're the deep end's (laughs) taking you in you know, like, you grab that rope. You know that's going to suck you in yeah. and under. Yeah, so you, you grab, grab the rope, rope and, and you get yelled at by the lifeguard. <laughs> Let go of the rope. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they blow the whistle. You got to sit on the side of the pool for five minutes. Yeah, don't I was swim. Die. <laughs> you didn't see. Oh, and then you couldn't wear cutoffs. In yes, the, in the pools either in yes. public pools. Because they would clog up the drains or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, well, that's all I had was cut off. So I couldn't afford to buy a proper swimsuit. <laughs> Just cut the legs off the jeans and went swimming. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So back to Evel's story here. She was tossed into the water, never given structured lessons. Now, with that in mind, I was at a family reunion. The day was hot. So my aunt and uncle opened up their pond for us to swim in. Hey, go out in the pond. All my cousins were lining up uh, to go off the diving board to do unrealistic tricks, as half of them were younger than me. I don't know how that makes the tricks unrealistic, but that's what Evel wrote. Evil. So I didn't want them to persecute me because I didn't know how to swim. A bunch of seven-year-olds, you know, making fun of me. So I decided to tempt fate and get in line for the diving board. By the time it was my turn, everyone was edging me to do a backflip off the diving board. I slowly stepped out to the board, walking slowly. I took a deep breath and facing the crowd that was chanting, do it, do it, do it. I threw myself towards the inky depths. So Evel not only does not know how to swim, but also does not know how to dive. <laughs> so for a second, I was flying. However, instead of rotating a full 360 and diving into the water head first i i only did like a 270 yeah that's right i plummeted 10 feet and smacked my back uh, on the surface of the water creating uh, a big splash and searing my whole body with pain 
<laughs> like I did a belly flop on my back. Ow. Fortunately, yeah, I can feel it right now. It's like from the back all the way to the shoulders. It feels like a sunburn except worse. Yes. Uh, fortunately, though, the pain was merely heightening my senses and not dulling them. So I, I started to swim up to the surface. I rose to cheers and shouts of concern to the awaiting crowd and proceeded to swim straight to the shallow end where I played Marco Polo with my sisters. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's not the whole story, though, James, because she gives us a middle school version. All right. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. So I was at a big pond farm place thing and everyone was trying to go off the diving board. So I wanted to go too. So I went to the line, but everyone was like, oh, do a backflip backwards thing. So I did it. And, but I hit the water like a belly flop, but reverse. I started to fall under the water and I was coming up for air because I needed to breathe. Somebody started pulling me up, formed the water. When I, we came up, I realized he was pretty for a guy. <laughs> P.S. I'm a girl. And then I realized he's probs my cousin because I was in the one place. See, let's just say I was really embarrassed. Kai bye, lols. Did I did I do that? Yeah, right? you did. You did good. Evil from Ding Dong, Texas. <laughs> the enemy of the show. Uh, I have a I have a rhyme for this one. It's hard to gauge a flip on the fly. She's lucky her sexy cousin was such a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute. It's really, really he's a pretty boy. He's pretty for a boy. Oh my goodness! Well, well, well. Thank you so much for your stories, ladies and gentlemen. We do have some announcements, real quick. Hats are available. Etsy.com/slash/nlcast. You've heard this announcement. And you will continue to hear it until all these hats are out of my office. So <laughs> buy, <laughs> buy a hat. So Etsy.com slash NLCast. Yeah. Uh, we need more stories. I, I know you guys think we're rolling in them, I and usually we are, but we're, we're getting down to the bare nubs. We need some stories. So yeah. send in your stories. A lot of times this happens when I ask for theme show stories is people will be like, oh, he's collecting for theme show. So I'm not going to send in mine because it's theme show stories. No, we still need your stories. So send them in. If you have one you've been sitting on for a while, you've been thinking about sending it in. It's time to do that. Go to NLCast.com and click on submit a story and fill out the form, send it in. Or you can call us in. We'll talk about that in a minute. Or you can schedule a time to tell me your story, and we can put it on the show that way. There's all kinds of ways. So, also, our theme show. Our next theme show. Only Canada Stories. All Canada, all the time. We're starting to get some Canada stories. I've got some in the folder waiting to go, but we need more. It's going to be Thursday, November 16th. So you've got about three weeks left to get your Canada stories in. Now, again, we want stories about Canada from Canadians. I don't care. As long as it's Canada uh, related, then we we will use it. Send them in. That's the way to do it. Also, we want to thank uh, our podcast people. This podcast is possible because of our members who support us, even though they don't have to. So get that story show premium, which includes ad-free listening, swag, and a weekly bonus podcast called Stuff That Didn't Fit on the Show. Try it out for seven days for free 
at patreon.com slash that story show. I also want to thank Flash Juris for upping your monthly contribution. He like doubled it. Thanks. It was awesome. Yeah. What? And special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to get out of here. Surely you have a funny life story. Why not send it into the show? Submit your story at thatstorage.show. Call it in toll-free, 833-55-STORY. And while you're there, you can join our mailing list. And remember, Harriet, Harry, hilarious life stories. We all have one, so you need to share yours on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. All right. So so what what song, what story should I use? I'm going to use Cat Killer. Okay. Okay, Here we go. I don't like it when cats chew on the birds. I think you knew that. I think you at least heard. So I went to the garage and I grabbed myself a Nerf bow. And you know I'm going to go out that cat and I'm going to shoot him in the back. And he will screech like a little bat. The demon ran away and jumped over the fence And my head pigtails went all over the place And the guy next door, he made an observation He said, I saw the craziest thing the other day And I want to say it was the funniest thing I ever seen That girl's pigtails were raving like a big machine And that's what I wanted to say today is that I like that story in a major way. So thank you, Andrew Mulder. Thank you for sending it in. It wasn't a sin. I don't know. I, that's the only way I could end. See the masculine rhyme thing? <laughs> yeah. It felt almost like an 80s rap. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.